Low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV, get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, sucker. No, no, no. You are. You defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestlemania. Alongside for the ride is JC. JC, we are, I think, a week and some change away from the Royal Freakin' Rumble. Let's get ready to rumble! It's Jobberknocker Tuesday, baby! And we're ready to rumble on down in the rain, and we're gonna kick things off in the shine like we always do. <laughs> ah! Sexy muscle friends in the in the uh, the shine, but we'll we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> always, she's always in the shine. She's That's how we're gonna yeah. start. Because WrestleMania, they're on the run show. They're on the the SmackDown's the ABC show, NXT's the D show, and Raw's the fucking negative Z show at this point. But SmackDown, man, I don't say this often, but when I do, I hope you all take it seriously. But to me, watching SmackDown, I probably didn't, I don't think I watched it till Sunday or Monday. That was a heatless show to me. Like, sure, there's little things that you can pick off. That's your job, and you'll probably do it. But I watch that show, and it's just like, there's nothing here that I dislike. It's a fun show. It's free-flowing. Um, there's just like, it's there's character development. There's interesting things. Everything about SmackDown this week, WrestleMania, felt so fresh. They've done such a great job, and we talk, we've talk we talked about the last few weeks. It's rumble season. That means you've got to build contenders. Well, let's look at it. I'm just going to run down a few of them here, and then we can talk wherever. Kicking off the show with Jey Uso. I think he's kind of cooled off a little, but his promo, super hot fire. He comes out that they let him just do best. Reminds us that this dude, there you go. You can put him in the contender category. Corbin finally gets a win over Rey Mysterio. There's another contender. Uh, Nakamura, they started building up last week. He's built up even more this week. Contender. Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, absolute banner. Nestle, um, splooge in his pants match. <laughs> Cesaro won WrestleMania. I know. In the contender category. And I'd even go on to say, Apollo Crews. Did he have to do a lot this week? No. But the fact that he was sitting with Roman Reigns, boom, contender. And it's just like you're looking on down the line, like the Bailey uh, Bianca thing we're going to talk about. I thought that was a lot of fun. It's continuing to build those two up. That's a fun feud. So it's like, I look at SmackDown, everything means something. We're building contenders. We still have the three amigos with Daniel Bryan, Gable, and Otis. SmackDown is fun. SmackDown is good. It's enjoyable. It has wrestling. It has entertainment. It has character development. So to me, SmackDown, Heatless Show, WrestleMania, take it where you will. You want to go? We'll, we'll go everywhere a little bit. Uh, I, I really, really, really enjoyed something that I didn't think I was going to enjoy. And uh, honestly, right off the bat, Billy Kay, like, as much as I love Billy Kay, I can't oversell the fact of how good she is. Like, I. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. She went out and did the goth gimmick. She did the whole thing. She So, like, she did the. She, she got in the way of Liv. Liv lost the match and everything. And, like, now she's not part of the team, or maybe she is. We'll, we'll figure out next week, whatever. But I, I just. There's something about this where literally somebody on uh, actually somebody that uh, I, I've seen and uh, I know very well on, on wrestling uh, in the Indies uh, in New England wrote this thing and it made me chuckle. He wanted the the hot take, but he actually said Billy Kay is the Shawn Michaels right now. Peyton Royce is Gennetti, and I was just like, whoa! <laughs> wow. I don't know if I agree with that because I think the no the ceiling's obviously higher the for the other Kay one. But wrestling lines up, no, but no. her in terms of entertainment, hundred percent. But what, but but we always talk about on this program, right? Like sometimes the wrestling can only bring you so far, right? So you you watch like for instance, like let's just let's look at it this way, right? Like to me, this is a um, you kind of look at it from a microscope kind of thing, like a microscopic kind of thing. Billy Kay technically wasn't in a tag match, but was a focal the focal point of that match. Yes, right. Then you go on to Raw and you look at Peyton. And she was a pawn in a bigger storyline. So, like, as of right now, when you look at it under the microscope, right now, Billy Kay is kind of, like, in the lead, so to speak. But I, I really hope that they're going to bring them back together because I think that's where they're really 
at Agreed. each other's, you know, but when I was watching Billy Kay, like even like on the commentary thing, like she did a great job. Even if I couldn't see her facial expression, I could Im- like imagine what her facial expression was as she was saying it. And honestly, the match was kind of pedestrian anyway. You know, it's it's a random match. Like it's the, you know, the Riot Squad versus Natty and uh, everybody's favorite. Uh, don't fear anybody. Uh, you can't spell stamina without Tamina. So I was excited for that one, of course. But Billy Kay made a great job. So I, I couldn't. I, you know, it's like we've talked about on this program. Just when you think something's running its course, they find the extra mile. You know, they find that extra squeeze of that toothpaste that you didn't throw out. You know, they they just, they really squeeze that lemon for all it's worth. So sometimes it's a little too much. But for me, I'm enjoying the hell out of this. I think that she's going to have a little spot in the Rumble. We know it. I mean, obviously, my hope is that she wins. Clearly, I'm I'm clearly <laughs> on, uh, you know, on Nestle Island on that one. But I don't know. I, I, I honestly think this is one of the best parts of SmackDown. I really do. It is, and I thought uh, Ruby and Liv today played their parts well with, like, the kind of, like, at the beginning, like, oh, yeah, we'll kind of accept you, but Ruby's making the faces at her, and then as they're, go- they're going to cost her, but she's not going anywhere in terms of them, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and like I said in my hope last week, I hope it does lead to her helping them eventually winning the tag titles, because I think that would be a really fun story for all of them, because these, when we looked at, like, you know, underutilized women over the last few years, all these women are on the list, like, the Riot Squad in general, and then obviously the iconic. So kind of meshing them together and seeing that like they can make this magic. Like they've been adversaries for years and like the lower, the lower part of the card on raw, wherever it's been. But like you said, this is a lot of fun. It is a joy to watch. And this is like, yeah, another thing on SmackDown's list where it's just like, I'm looking at it and it's like, I'm enjoying this, 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 this. The thing I enjoy the least is probably the main event, but it doesn't mean it's not good. It's just because we get so much of it every week. And this week, I know, I, I mean, you got to be happy, right? Because oh, Adam yeah. Pierce, okie Roman Reigns, yes! took himself out of the match, and KO's back in a last-man standing match. I kind of figured that is where it was going when I saw the whole contract thing. I'm like, I'm like, oh, Pierce is definitely going to pull an okie doke on him. Obviously, Sonya's still involved there. So, like, what you're hoping for with, like, the little eyes she's making with Reigns, there's definitely something going on there. So, I do think for something that was getting stale for me, it's been reinvigorated. I mentioned about uh, Jay reinvigorating himself. He also called Goldberg Oldberg in his promo. So, another check mark for him. So, again, like, even though this has been, I think, the the weakest part because it's been so overexposed on SmackDown, this week it was a lot of fun, and they found new ways to move it forward. Yeah, and look, so... As much as I've been hypercritical about, please get Adam Pierce off my television. When I saw him change it to KO with the nagging injury, I went, bravo. I, they turned it around on me. You know, not that they ever listened to me anyway, but I was so happy that they're, like, very rarely can you see that. Like, you can kind of wish for something to happen, but I can see say that I was pleasantly surprised when I saw it. I was like, oh, hey, you know what? I don't hate this. Like, as much as we've seen KO versus Roman Reigns over and over and over and over again, at least this is, an, again, another way to squeeze that lemon, another way to get a little bit more mileage out of it because we know that Kevin Owens probably won't win, but we know he's going to make the kaboom of the week. Like, he's just going to... that match is going to be awesome at the Rumble. It's going to be like, because at the Rumble, we look in the title matches, like, what's a change of pace from the two Rumbles now that we have two? And this is the perfect type of match because it's going to be violent. It's going to, they're going to go all out with it, I think. Both I hope, these guys. It's yeah, going to be great. I don't, here's the thing. It's something that I haven't really gone back. I'm sure maybe Dom or I can, or maybe even TJ. I think TJ and, and I, the three of us usually kind of go back and look at stats or something, or just in general. I feel like Roman Reigns, besides the fact that he wins a lot of Royal Rumbles or comes close to winning, I feel like he sneakily has like some amazing matches at the Royal Rumble that nobody talks about ever. Because he had that Baron Corbin banger that everybody loved, you know, like last year. Yeah. This year could potentially be a good one as well. So, I mean, like, you know, he's the big dog for a reason. But I just, you know, I'm hopeful that, you know, the, the Adam Pierce thing is, is, is what it is. And I'm so glad we don't get it. Although, I think, you know, in a different universe. You kind of want it now, don't in a, you? In a, in a different universe. I think we're going to get it yeah. on a SmackDown. Yeah. I really do. I think I think we're going to get it somewhere down the line. I hope it's not like he's in the Royal Rumble, but we'll see. Like, yeah, here's, here's where I feel like, the thing. this isn't a hope, but I feel like this is where we're going. I feel like Adam Pierce is going to have to interject himself in the Royal Rumble somehow or take somebody's place. I just feel like something like that's going to fucking happen too sometimes. When I watch it, I hope I'm wrong. I really do because there's a lot of cool things you can do in the Royal Rumble. But uh, it's a positive, right? We're in the, we're in the shine, so it's got to be a positive. Um, the other notes I had from SmackDown is we're going to get to Ding Dong Hello in a moment, but I do want to mention, did you see Biggie's sweater this week, WrestleMania? Because that thing <laughs> was super hot fire, and he had a fucking couch. This is the kind of shit I love when, like, you're going to put someone on commentary or have them watch, like, the Velveteen Dream had his thing back in the day in NXT. It's like, 
give me some nice props. The New Days have done it before. Remember when they had like the fruity drinks at ringside? I think that's how kind of like the pancakes started too. But it's just like I like this because it's a little extra character. It's fun. And uh, are we also saying a Sami Zayn face turn slowly coming? Because uh, Apollo okie doke him, and uh, after Sami tried the tights and failed, then Apollo grabbed his tights. He caught me thinking. It's like I know this is a heel v heel, but Sami's act has been so popular. I feel like they might try to flip him a baby face too. I don't think so, only because I was watching it very closely and I thought to myself, okay, Apollo's doing what Roman Reigns told him, so right now it furthers the Sami Zayn's conspiracy theory documentary. It also mm -hmm. makes you know uh, Apollo more of a, a contender, I think, in a way. Um, but if you look slowly into the moving parts, he's building, uh, so Roman Reigns, he, pronouns pal, he's building his table. He's building like mm -hmm. the Usos, he's building Sonya, he's got Paul. He might be getting, you know, he might. Papa! Hello, but he's but he's but you think about this like sooner rather than later smackdown could look like big dog women's champion sonya usos tag champions apollo intercontinental champion i think that is that everybody on smackdown title wise yeah, they're on the women's tag titles oh we could but i mean they've tamina they, and maddie <laughs> tamina and tamina's sister mina i don't know i you know it's it, but but I mean, like you can see that progression happening. You can see this little thing going on. So, um, you know, I I love that Sami Zayn's getting his time. I think I really hope that there is like a WWE twenty four. Like they follow him around for a year of conspiracy. Like I think that'd be hysterical. You know what I mean? Uh, but I don't know three sixty five, whatever it is. Uh, so I just there's something captivating about all three people. I mean, I'm intrigued by Apollo Cruz with the Roman Reigns thing, but Big E did such a great job on the couch. And then Sammy's just eating up scenery. So, like, again, you're playing to everybody's strengths. You know, Apollo wasn't over overdoing it. Sammy was doing what he needed to do. And then, of course, you know, Big E's just like, I mean, he can't do anything wrong. He's the man. He can't He's do anything wrong. Yeah, but I, we've talked long enough about this, and I think it's time to talk about Russell Boner's two, 2021 because when Cesaro and Daniel Bryan first started, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And then it kept going, and I'm like, this this right here from my boy Danny Grimwood is like the wrestle boner. I was like sitting there thinking to myself, like, oh my god, I'm salivating over this stuff. Like, just the the just the kick and then the monkey flip to the outside and he landed on his head and like then the blood happened and then they kept kicking each other and hitting each other and then Cesaro got the win, which I was like, that could have been the comeback of the week in general, just based on like that. The fact that he they had him on commentary talking about Nakamura, so you know that turn's coming sometime, and so you're you know somebody's gonna be jealous about something, maybe a dump over the Royal Rumble. Anything could happen there, uh, and it's exciting because there's little. I think what we always love about the Royal Rumble are the little stories that get us through the hour, and they've already built these little stories for both the women and the men, and it's good. On SmackDown. On SmackDown, they've done a couple on Raw. <laughs> they have. I mean, a I little will, bit. A little bit. A little bit. But they haven't done as much as they've done uh, for for SmackDown. I feel like SmackDown's going to be very Royal Rumble heavy. I think like Raw already has. It's kind of like. It feels like Raw is like we've have personal vendettas, and SmackDown's more of the like competition. You know, so it's just, it's bizarre, but it works, I guess, in certain terms. But no, I, I, I was very excited to see Cesaro win because, you know, they create a finding moment for him to get that kind of thing. And Daniel Bryan doesn't need anything. Like, he could he could lose for the rest yeah. of his life and be Daniel Bryan. So, I mean, he's at that he's at that HBK level where you can lose and nobody cares, you know. Just, you come back next week and, you know, put a little razzle-dazzle on it and you're fine. Well, that's the man, yeah. Ding dong! Hello! <laughs> They already had me when I saw the set. I know you're a big prop guy. Oh, yeah. When I saw that set, I'm like, this is fucking perfect. It's amazing. And then it just, it got even better. Because obviously, Bailey's doing her thing. She calls out Bianca. And this is my favorite part of this segment. She's like, no, no, no. You've got to go through the door. And I was like, yes, yes. Because <laughs> the minute she came out, I'm like, Bailey better make her go through the fucking door. And then Bianca, like, to her credit, this was, I thought it was hilarious, where she's going, who is it? And Bianca, like, comes around, she's like, it's me, Bailey. I just lost it. I'm like, this is so good. Because this feud, like, both of these women, like, have, like, a really strong personalities that have obviously been coming out in this feud. But for it to continue to remain to be good, I think they had to insert something like this. Just that little extra touch of, like, entertainment value. I thought they both held their own. It was a fun little segment. Um, I look forward. I think they're both going to have huge rumble showings. But I just, this was a nice debut. This is a talk show that I hope they don't do it every week because I, whenever you do stuff that much, I think it'll kind of water it down. But this is something if they bust out like once a month, I think it could be really great TV. I just, I couldn't. When I saw the, the glasses, I was like, who is this, John Lennon? You know, like, 
She looked like she looked like something out of an art painting. I was just, what what are we doing here? But then like the even like the little thing where she was like, oh, this is a comfortable couch, and she's well, that's that's my well, I'll, I'll stand. It's fine. You're the guest. And like just little things like that. It's just she's so Bailey is so good at just finding a way to take something so small and make it something good. And we talk about a lot of on this program of just things that they miss, things that they could have capitalized on. And I don't think there's anything they could have not capitalized on in this segment alone. So I was very happy for her because she's a very strong, as you said, personality, especially in the vocal department, just being able to speak and eloquently or not so eloquently trip on her words and use it against her, whatever. Like she's a great, she's a great mouthpiece. And so when I was watching that segment, all I could think about was she needs to have this segment be her thing. Like she's not going to be in the championship picture for a while. She's going to find a way. And she's, I think she said in an interview, once I've lost, there's nothing I can really do anymore. I mean, I can win. I don't know. Probably during the Stone Cold interview, she said, she's, I have different things I want to do, like win the Royal Rumble. I want to, you know, maybe win the Queen of the Ring if there ever is one. Certain things. But I've done everything already. And I can do more. I can elevate a lot more people. And I think this right here is a way to elevate other people. Like, and this is the other thing, too, that we, we, have, we buried the lead, at least in my opinion, because me and Ray Ray are very much uh, the kind of same person in this aspect. I love obstacle courses. Oh yeah, I'm so, pumped. So next week, I'm thinking to myself, like, this is hopefully going to be in the shine right off the bat. I hope so. But the Tropicana Field is huge, so I'm hoping that they've really thought about this and not, like, stupid kind of stuff. I would expect it'll be, obviously, a pre-produced thing, so I would expect it'll be, like, some of, like, the higher-end, like, Viking Street Profit stuff we enjoyed. I expect something along those lines. Um, and I think both of these women, like we mentioned throughout the segment, there's enough character for them to be able to carry a segment like this. So I'm really looking forward to it too. I have a little bit more, I think, in my hope on that one that I, that I think I, I have. A, I like it. I, if, if, I, if I could direct this or if I could produce this for, you know, I, I do have some directing chops, but, uh, you know, not, not as good as our boy, Guthrie Roy Harford. Go check out his film, which is going to be everywhere, by the way, Graveyard Gang. That's a special shout out for him and Ray Ray. Ray Ray's actually got an act, acting role. Uh, so it's pretty cool. He does. Anyway, uh, you want anything else in the shine or are you going to keep going? Well, mean? no, I so I want are we done with SmackDown? Because I think we covered everything. I think there's anything, yeah, anything else is kind of just, you know, it is okay. a little So things. I go to Raw. There is literally one thing on Raw to me that I thought really stood out. And for me, is Super Shine. Uh, on a three-hour show, only having one thing isn't great. But I, if they want to give me Ricochet versus AJ Styles every week, I will never complain about it being a rerun. Because I saw the backstage segment and I instantly got excited because I remembered their classics from like 2019 and those U.S. title matches and stuff. And I'm like, yes, give me this. And I'm watching it and I'm loving it. And I'm like, oh, there's no way you can get better than this. Then the ending happened. Oh, my God. And I was just like, like you talk about WrestleBoner. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like literally, like I, there was, I knew they were setting up for something the way they were doing it. I'm like, okay, they're going to, like, bounce off something. I was like, oh, my God, he caught him. Oh, my God, Styles Clash. Like, if you have not seen the clip, if you watch one clip from this week, it is the finished match because Ricochet, Ricochet's off the ropes, is caught upside down by AJ perfectly. Didn't drop him on his head either. And then the perfect flip into the Styles Clash, one, two, three. It was so well done. This match, I think, was just good start to finish because these two, like, when someone can keep up with Ricochet's speed, it really shows off what he can do. And obviously, AJ can do that. Like, Ricochet works well with the big guys. But if you get a guy that literally matches speed, it is mwah, magic. And this was magic. And the ending was one of the best endings we've seen in a long time. Oh, my God. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. This is definitely on the the, uh, the small list of the WrestleBoners 2021. Like, I just... I, I was loving every second. Of it. I was hoping it wasn't a one segger. I thought I was like, uh, thank God it's two segments. Like, if it was more than, like... Three segments, I would have been fine. I, I, that could have been a whole half an hour. We'd have been fine. The one thing that we should talk about very quickly is kind of off. Uh, the promo beforehand, they talked about 50 First Dates being a whole thing with the amnesia. Have you seen 50 First Dates? I have not. I have. By your discussion of that, I'm going to go with not a good movie. Uh, I it, it's, it has its moments, but um, maybe the first time I saw it, I liked it. But I've seen it again, and I liked it a lot less. It's It's okay. It's not... In terms of like that stretch of bad Adam Sandler, like that one was, that was definitely one of the better ones. But uh, yeah, it it wasn't not my favorite movie, but it's not terrible. I will say this much: I'll plant my uh, flag in the sand here. Anything after Little Nicky, I didn't watch. Well, you should watch Uncut Gems because I was it's different style of Adam Sandler, but yeah. that is a fucking masterpiece. Okay, well maybe I'll check that out with my free time. Yeah, right. Uh, Just I not have. around the kids; a little inappropriate. 
Like my kids are gonna watch anything. Although my kids, I know, although but... very much so, my kids watched the last half hour of Raw this morning with me. So maybe I'm a bad dad. I don't know. I'm a bad dad. Nah, that was good. Alexa Bliss is adorable. Yeah, Alexa Bliss is is not horrifying for you know almost a year old kid. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> fine they're like oh yeah that's fine no big deal my wife was like is this gonna be bad because she shot a fire flame last week i'm like ah, i don't know maybe randy lights her on fire who knows uh, fire flame baby so let's so, I, I so i i feel like uh is there anything else specifically that you want to talk about on raw was that that was the only thing the only other segment uh that i really really loved was once again riddle backstage with the hurt business uh seti chetty no see uh, see here we go <laughs> seti chetty no. i was dying All right, we... when he said seti chetty i fucking lost it oh my god i just I didn't love what happened in the ring. No, of but course not. But that backstage not. segment, I thought was fucking hilarious, per usual. All right, so that's like this is a great opportunity for me to just take this away from you into the fucking <laughs> into. You don't the, like the, Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did he call him, Shelty Benjamins? Yeah, he's been in the Benjamins. That's a lot of fucking brain corny, power in there. Shetty Chetty was so All right. good. So then he goes Sloppy Bobby. Like so, so <laughs> get him off my television. <laughs> We're in the sloppy heat. Sloppy Bobby, I lost it. I lost. We're in the heat. We're in the heat. Here's 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 the here's the big faux pas. If this was if Billy, usually talks about the whole like there's no there's no transition just into something else. Here's the thing that made me giggle. He does the fucking foot stomp, and if you watch the camera angle, he stomped on the floor like three feet away from Riddle, and Riddle's like, oh, I'm gonna catch you. <laughs> like, he's just like doing his like thing, like, I'm gonna put this foot up your ass, or whatever. Okay, Red Foreman. But so he gets to that point. Here's the thing that I wanna talk about, JC. I put it up on Twitter, and I think it's something people don't talk about. We spent three months ago. They they talked about him not being able to feel his feet because he got into some fucking like a year ago. Oh, whatever yes. it was. I and understand your point. And I, I was just like, and I was just like, what are we doing? Like he can't feel his feet, but he got some reverberation from somebody stomping the floor next to him. Which I get what they I were can't doing. Feel my feet when but like I'm it was just you. it was it was going from bad to worse. Like we were in that like that gear shift of just like okay, it's everybody's just being corny and he's doing his thing, and it's just. It was a C plus effort that turned into an F real quick for me, and then we got to the Seti Chetty was A plus. That was the peak. It did go downhill from there, but Seti Chetty was so good. I will overlook all the other faux pas. No, see, that's just that's just Seti Chetty. Come on, that's no. the greatest nickname. Seti Chetty. No. If my name was Cedric, I would want people to call me Seti Chetty, baby. All right. Anyway, now back to your other thing. If there's something else that we could talk about, so the six-man tag happened. Get it off my Ugh. television in general was just not dog great. shit. Of course, we have you know the whole Shelton Benjamin and Bobby not paying attention to how Cedric is doing. Cedric says, "Look at me, how great I am." Bobby took his business into his own hands and won, which again is fine. But of course, we have Riddle with you know as we've talked about Lucha House Party, which is pretty much a fart in general. Uh, not their fault, just the kind of way that they are portrayed. They are a fart. It is what it is. But again. I'm not necessarily loving that. I just, I did. So the Hurt Business is like, okay, are they going to lose the tag titles to the Lucha House Party? Is that where we're headed? If that happens, that'll lead the heat whenever that happens. Lead the heat? No. But it's one of those things. It's like, like I said, when they started this little stupid feud, like, especially with what happened with Kofi, there's like no tag teams on Raw. So they got a feud with someone. So I get it. Whatever. Honestly, when that match happens, it'll probably be good in ring, but they need to beat them. But it's one of those things like, Yes, we've been teasing the Ascension literally since Cedric came in, like Shelton was given the look like I'm watching you. Then it was kind of all good, and now they've been kind of teasing the dysfunction. I think it's okay to leave it. I thought they, like, they've gone a little overboard with it, which makes me think, shit, they might break them up like now. Mm-hmm. But it's something that is like, I really want them to slow burn this because I want them, despite this dysfunction, to keep on winning until we have a legit contender, like, I don't know, maybe if the Viking Raiders come back at some point or something like that. I forgot completely about the Viking Raiders. Like, oh, poor Ivar. I love Ginger. Ivar. I love Ivar. I think he's great. I think he's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so something else that really bothered me, not something, everything on the show really bothered me, but Elias and Riker, you know, that's a whole thing with Jeff Hardy. That just, I thought we were done with this, and that's a whole thing, but it's bad. It can't get any better. Two thumbs down. That's my analysis. Yeah, I mean, I just, the other thing, too, is just, Okay, first off, th- th- this isn't a big deal, but it is a big deal for me. Jeff Jeff Jarrett on my television, get him off my television. Like I just when I saw that, and he's like, "I'm picking Goldberg," and I'm like, "What a kiss of death!" You want to talk about a Nestle curse? A Jeff Jarrett curse is worse, I think, than a Nestle curse. Honestly, like that guy, like that guy couldn't predict the weather. That's what I said on Twitter. Couldn't predict the weather, let alone predict That's a wrestling match. That's the part of this feud that you thought was the worst this week. No, I no, everything else no, here's, was way worse. Here, 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 here's my thought <laughs> process too. It's just you already have Mac and Goldberg. So you thought to yourself, not Goldberg being on your television. Jeff Jarrett was going to be better for this than Goldberg? It is what it is. I don't know what to tell you. 
It wasn't going to be my first choice, but I thought the other shit was way worse. No, I'm just trying to say like Jeff. Jeff should get off my television. It's just not good. And of course, we're gonna we're gonna teeter into you know. Might as well sit here because I don't think it was a good segment. The dirt sheet was okay, but it no, wasn't it wasn't it was a strong bad. segment. It wasn't a good segment. It, it was, was the worst dirt sheet since Morrison has returned, in my opinion. Yeah, the fat guy that was Drew McInfart and whatever was it. You know, Gilberg is what it is, but. It's just yeah, we uh, we did it. What is it like a year and a half ago? And it just like that's why for me like you know it's it probably was the best part of the segment, but for me it's just like eh eh yeah like Miz and Morrison like they're good with the comedy, but in this one they relied too much on these two other idiots, especially the Mac and Fart guy, like yeah. to really do it, and he didn't pull it off. So it just it, this this one to me was a complete waste of my time. Like this this we already think this title match is a joke. Now you're literally like giving us like a bad joke yeah. of a segment to pipe it like. <clears throat> Something that was strong last week that I didn't necessarily think was strong this week was Ric Flair, Charlotte, Peyton. I thought that whole thing was kind of eh. I thought like, so here's here's my other logic too, right? Like they sent, they had this whole thing about Charlie talking. I believe it was Charlie talking to Rick and Lacey. They talked about, this is a legend. I'm learning from the legend. What's your relationship? I'm just learning from him. And then she comes out during the match with the robe. We come back from commercial break, she's gone. Like, that's your tag partner. You just said you were going to have a vested interest in this matchup, and then you went away. It was just like, I know that Charlotte had to win because she's Charlotte, but then they have a promo later where she's like, I've always learned, I've always earned my way, which, you know, you can't sit there and say those words and have anybody believe you because I don't even think she believed it when she said it out of her mouth. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. So it's just hard for me to, like, we had a very strong week last week. I was cool with it. This week, like, the robe's fine, but I feel like we're, I don't know, like. Where are they going with it? Right, okay. Like, how are they going to pull it off? Because, like you said, last week was very good. But then it's just, like, how do you move it forward and keep it interesting? It's also, like, you took what I thought was the best part of it, like you said, off TV. It was Lacey eating up the scenery with Rick and how Charlotte reacted to it. And it's just like, oh, no, we're just going to put Charlotte over by having her beat Peyton Royce, which good for Peyton Royce continuing to get screen time. But like like we mentioned earlier in the show right now, like she's just like she's just setting up stuff. She's not like the meat of it. So the meat of this is Lacey with Rick with Charlotte reacting and to take them away from it. How is it going to be interesting? Yeah, look, I mean, we're we're at a point where I already talked about wanting it to be very much Don Marie, but I don't think we're going to go that far, although maybe it's USA. Maybe they will. I, I really hope they do, because Lacey's, you know. Lacey and Ric Flair can fit that, you know, take a pop of blue chew. Oh, he can fit it. Yeah. <laughs> he can fit that role real nice. <laughs> they want you to take the roles. They want you to take the roles. That's a, that's an oldie. That's an oldie but a goodie. Um, but no, look, I just, there. I, I was watching Raw and thought to myself, like, there's some good character development and a lot of things here, but it's just so many things hurt me when I'm watching this program, like, <laughs> Physically hurt you. Like physically, you were in pain? I was in pain trying to get through this. Like I'm, I'm watching it going <sighs> again. Like just the Mac promo. Just like I'm here watching in my home gym. I have COVID, which is a serious thing. But then, like, so here's my other thing too: is why <sighs> I've never wanted the Miz to cash in more. Like I just when I watch this stuff, I'm thinking to myself please have some type of, like, they flipped the Adam Pierce thing on me, so I have to eat crow. Like, I'm wrong. And, and that's fine. They got me. They, they got ain't me. flipping the Goldberg no. thing. He's fucking getting, and that's the problem with it. It's just like, how do you cool off Drew McIntyre? If you Googled that, it would say Goldberg. <laughs> and guess what? Yeah. Ta-da! Cold, baby. I just, I like, for me, like, the only thing I can see is, like, the Miz getting involved and after Goldberg hits a fucking spear, he hits his head in the turnbuckle, he falls down, and, you know, Miz just scurries in, cashes in, and wins. Like, that's fine, because then Goldberg doesn't lose, you know, Mac can go after the Miz, and it's a, it's a one-off. Like, that's fine. But if you're... What's going to happen? No. Here's what's going to happen. You got me thinking. You ready? The Miz is going to cash in during the match. Goldberg's going to pin the Miz. Goldberg, new universal champion. Mac doesn't have to take the pin. God damn it. It doesn't make sense. No, it's I, so know. WWE I know. WWE. That it, like literally, as you said, like Miz cashing in. Like you were looking at the positive side, which yeah. is rare for you, and sure. I was looking at the negative side, which is rare for me. But I was just like, oh no, this makes way too much sense. Now I'm scared of it. Fuck. Hopefully, since I said it, it won't happen. But reverse the curse, people. Reverse yeah. the curse. <laughs> <laughs> it's just idiot. It's it's not it's not easy. You know, you get your you, your ass puckers up. Like it just like that's the only way I can describe it. You just you feel tense. You're like, what is the fuck am I watching right now? Yeah. 
Speaking of, um, once again, uh, Retribution beats Xavier Woods. Um, Mace botched his finish. Someone made fun of him for it on Twitter, and he caught back in a pretty good way, but it still maintains that Retribution on Twitter is like a B plus. Retribution on TV is an F minus minus minus. Hey, 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 hey. But Let's, they're winning. Hey, I got to tell you right now, undefeated in 2021, Retribution. Saying it right here. When I was watching it, I'm like, how WWE would it be is if they had like such a crappy beginning and then they're just like, let's resurrect them. It's like, why? This is who's going to beat the Hurt Business, yeah. by the way. I just realized. And no one's going to care because no. it's just... I care about Mustafa Ali a lot. The rest of them have become so bland to me. It's just not interesting. But like like we've said every single week, I know the, like, the boys in the chat are like with us now. It's just like what they do on Twitter and the promos they let Ali do on Twitter. They actually put one of them on, on the show, so I give them credit. It's a step in the right direction. But like that sort of character development from Ali is so fucking good. That needs to be on TV every week in some form. Not the fucking stupid fucking shit that we get. No, you know, you're right. I mean, I, I look at Mace was almost going to get my comeback because I was just like, hey, Retribution riding that wave of <laughs> momentum. Just, like, just give it to a Retribution yeah, member every, every week. week. Every week until they lose. You know, then I can't give my Slapjack, comeback. Slapjack, you're next. Slapjack's going to beat Ricochet for no reason. You know, like whatever. Or just like a janitor, whatever. Get away from them. Thank God for him. I now it's poor Xavier Woods is going to job out to all of them. It's literally the same thing as the Ricochet storyline. It's like this person by themselves is going to have to lose to every member of Retribution in like a five-on-one scenario. That's how they're writing Retribution. That's it. There's no creativity with you it. Just, you just gave me an idea. What if they get rid of Sheltie and replace Sheltie? Sorry, not Sheltie. They replace Cedric with Ricochet. I mean, I love the Hurt Business and I love Ricochet, so it ain't going to get any uh, fight I mean, out of me. I'm not saying it's a hope. I'm just saying what if, right? What if? And sometimes the best questions start with what if. So... Something else I want to talk about very quickly. You talked about SmackDown being a very heatless show. I will say this is one that is very nitpicky on your boy, but I'm telling you right now, in the first hour, literally every match, somebody had to be on commentary. It was ridiculous. Didn't bother me. I saw you then, tweet that. And I was and just I'm like, like four, that is such a four, thing. Four like, different segments. There was four it matches. It wasn't bad, though. It None was so was much. Bad. So much. It was fine. It was so much was for me. Fine. So much I couldn't handle it. I just... I, Cesaro's terrible on the mic. Like, just get him well, off yes, that. that. Get him off there. It just doesn't. But make it was any sense. Cesaro's week. They were trying to build like him Billy, up. Like so Billy, Billy and Biggie, I'll forgive. Billy and Biggie, I will absolutely forgive. But I mean, it's just like Dominic ugh. was great because he. Oh, said don't the even. Least. Don't even. Dominic he with his. Said anything. Dominic with great. his g golly gosh mentality. Like, oh god. Oh. Face is how he's supposed to oh, be. It made me vomit. Like I was physically. Oh. You want to talk about being physically ill? When that guy's on my television, I think I have to go. Well, to the here's bathroom. my favorite thing about the Dominic thing because I know he was dealing with an injury. That's why he hasn't been wrestling. And I think he's back to training now. But there's the big story that came out that Dominic isn't going to be on TV anymore. He's literally been on TV every week since that. So mm-hmm. keep doing you, dirt sheets. You guys are doing great. <laughs> Idiots. Oh man. All right. That's yeah. I mean, whatever. They just we, we don't talk about the dirties on this program because the dirties don't mean shit. They don't. I mean, you keep you, you listen to the dirt sheets. That means you need to change the sheets. That's basically what it is here, folks. Change the sheets every once in a while. Just saying. I agree. You, you just it doesn't lead. If anybody, honestly, good for you if you can make a living off of it. But you know, Dave Meltzer. No one makes a living for it except for Meltzer. I was gonna say and Dave Meltzer has made, has, yeah, has made a has yeah, made a. That's great about it. The rest of them are all just like they're us. Jock so, Sniffers in our mom's basements tweeting. <laughs> Lucky for us, we don't live in our brother's basements. But you know, we're, <laughs> nope. we're, we got one leg out the door. We're one <laughs> yes. level above it. Uh, no, that's fine. Uh, we haven't talked about something specific, and I'm curious how you feel about it. Um, it might be more of a. Later on in the program, but I feel like I can't go this far without talking no, about. No, yeah, we need to talk about it. I know exactly what you're so, saying. So, uh, Randy Del Fuego and his mask. Like, I just, uh, <laughs> I couldn't help it. It, it led off raw. Yes. I, it, it, it captured my attention. Yes. Uh, I think we're on the same page here. I don't like it. I don't. Yes. This is why it wasn't in the shine. And like, you can go on a big one after this. I'm just gonna say quickly. Because the promo itself, because it was Randy Orton, it was super hot fire. It was amazing. But I literally, yes, I literally, I couldn't take it. Like, I always take Orton seriously. But with that fucking, like, Lucha Libre goofy looking mask. Like, like like, Slapjack's mask is more intimidating than the fucking Randy Orton mask. Like, if you, like... There's so many things you could have done. Like, remember Cody's black mask? Yes. That would have been a great choice for Randy right. Orton. And that's probably why they didn't want to do it. But the mask that they chose, it's just like, I couldn't take it seriously. I just couldn't. And that's why for me, like, I couldn't 
put it in the shine because the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just like, it was distracting me from what I wasn't supposed to be distracted from, but not in a good way. Right. Not in a good way. You know what it made me think of? It made me think of somebody literally was like, ah, shit, we got to cover his face. Anybody got any granny panties? Like, that's hey, exactly- Legato de Fantasma, dude. Where's your mask? That's what <laughs> let's, it turn it, like. let's turn it inside out, you know? It's just like, oh, my God. Like, the fact that he looked like he was wearing someone's underwear on his face, like, just, it took me- Captain to- Underpants. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, he is Captain Underpants. Like, I just, and they, they like, you can tell they, they did, like, they did a good makeup job. They did it in the dark, like, whatever. Like, that's fine. I, I appreciated the, the consistency of the promo and what he was talking about, but, like, we know that the fiend's gonna do something, or somebody's gonna get him eliminated from the rumble, and like I get what we're doing there, and I'm okay with it. But like the words itself, like that I love the pain of what I'm going through, it was just odd to me because he said I love the pain at the end, but at the beginning he said he can't sleep at night. So it's just like, even in the same promo, he was like talking out of both sides. It didn't make any sense to me, because you know, like pick pick one direction and stick with it. Don't like. Don't teeter back and forth on this thing. Like, just say, like, yeah, I'm scarred from this thing. It sucks. You know, whatever. Like, I would have even preferred, like, when you think about Kane, when he took off his mask originally, he wore a towel over his head, right? So why not just have a towel and show parts of his face while he's talking? Like, or put the hoodie, like, further down or something. Like, there's so many other things. Like, I don't know. Somebody probably thought he looked like it was fine, but it literally looked like he had turned underwear inside out put on his face. Like, I just, I couldn't. I think maybe... Maybe part of it is because I'm guessing since he's probably going to have to like wrestle the rumble in this. Mm-hmm. My guess is they're probably looking for something like, hey, Randy, which one is most comfortable for you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe they tried better looking masks and maybe this was the one that he was like, I ain't fucking wrestling like Cody did. I don't want to do that. Give me a, like a real, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there could be those, but, into, but it did take away from it from me. And that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's just it's frustrating because like you know it's a good it, the whole thing's good. I mean the, the Alexa playground thing with 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 Oscar we didn't talk about oh, with Shine, but it was great. Good. The fact that she's talking good. about stuff. Um, there's so much that was going on that made a lot of sense, but I just like as a detective, like I was watching that Alexa playground, thinking to myself like, okay, she she looks at you know the swing, he's not there. The the chair moves by itself, so we know the entity is still available. You know, like it's still there in that kind of haunted mentality. And Oscar was finally afraid. Bliss wins, which we didn't really talk about. She changed, and they went to commercial shame, break. Shame on us for not talking about this earlier. Yes. Take full responsibility because Alexa is a plus. I'm going to talk about her. My hope, if that makes it any better, yeah. That's maybe why I kind of like eased off it a little bit. But I will say this: WrestleMania, like, and it's probably because of Alexa Bliss. But I've gone on a full the past week, a full Harley Quinn binge. Like, I hadn't seen Birds of Prey yet. I finally watched that over the weekend. I started watching the Harley Quinn animated series. Now that I can watch it on HBO Max. And then I didn't see an Alexa Bliss. It's just like, I'm having Harley Quinn overload right now. And it's fucking great. I love it. Um, so, uh, yeah, Alexa's, Alexa shouldn't be in the heat. Shame no. on us. Uh, this is more, this is more detective Nestle stuff because when I was yes, at this it, is know. more of we're slowly transitioning away from the shit. Yeah, so this is getting the muck off of us and getting through the other. Uh, yeah. You know, we're we're like Andy Dufresne coming out of the, the poop drain. We're just doing our thing, yeah. man. You know what I mean? This is we're getting out of there. We're breaking out of that prison. So look, uh, nothing else I really want to talk about. I don't think that it was really worth it. Um, because we kind of hopeful, hit a, baby. Let's get hopeful. Let's get hopeful. I, I my hope. I'll I'll, I'll go if you want. If but uh, if you want to go, you can. Uh, I'll just go first because I won't be long. And it's about Alexa. We were just talking about her. So keep it there. But yeah, I mean, everything that we've talked about with Alexa since this character changed, like I've been big on the Harley Quinn thing. I think it's good. Like everything she's doing, I think she's nailing it. And I honestly, when I was watching that match in the main event, I thought she won the title because I just was like thinking, I was like, oh my God, because it felt like a title match because it got the main event treatment. They had the great segment leading up. And it just got me thinking, it's like, I'm disappointed that Alexa Bliss isn't ending the show with the Rollins Championship. So that's basically my hope, is that I know she entered the Rumble, quote-unquote, but fuck that. Give her a title match next week. I want her to win it, because while Bray's gone, Alexa Bliss holds the title, like, physically holds it better than anyone, like, I think ever, like, with it behind her neck. She does, like, she does all the really cool poses when I see it with the championship. I'm like, that looks fucking cool. She knows how to use props, as we're seeing in this, and so, like, I want her to win that title. And I want her to pretty much just take over for the Fiend. I want her to maybe start walking around with the hammer, maybe use the hammer to beat Asuka, like all these little things. I want like Alexa. I want so much Alexa. I want Alexa overload. Because if there's someone who can carry segments and make that title, which has pretty much been an afterthought for a while, make it kind of back in the forefront again, it's Alexa Bliss. Because she is one of the biggest stars in the company. She's kind of had two years now where she's kind of been like a side character in a tag team or a nice sidekick to something. She hasn't been the focus in a long time. And I, WrestleMania, am ready for Alexa Bliss to be the focus again. 
because when I look in the women's division, either of them, she is one of the best, if not the best characters across the board. Like in terms of character work, she has been consistent ever since her change from glitter glamour girl to like the badass with uh, Murphy and Blake in NXT. Ever since she made that flip, she has been top notch. She's been a top notch champion. She's like teetering in that where she's like kind of like a heel, but she's also kind of like a baby face. So I think that works right now and what they need in the Raw Division. So hashtag JC knows. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. Hashtag Alexa Bliss for Raw Women's Champion. Do you care if she wins at the Rumble or wins the Rumble? Like it, is there, it doesn't matter as long as it's trash. I, I would like her to have the title well before WrestleMania. Um, so winning the Rumble kind of goes against that because then they kind of just got to like, she'd be great too because she's someone who can easily feud without the title for a few months leading in as the contender. But I'm ready for Raw, especially with what they're doing, the fucking tag division with Asuka and Charlotte. And like, that's just so, they're already like so spread out. And they have the champions. It's like, then just take that belt off Asuka, put it on Alexa, let her run with it. Because that belt has been an afterthought for a while. Well, it really one, has. Though that belt and the tag belts have been afterthoughts. It's funny. That yeah, but at least like the tag belts, like they've been feuding with tag teams. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that's been the bigger focal point. So it's like, okay, fine. If Asuka and Charlotte are the tag champs, and they're feuding with Lacey and Peyton in a weird way, but Oscar's also feuding with Bliss. Right. But should, a... It's like it's and Nia, Shania Payne's still there, and then Mandy and Dana. It's just like it's too much. So pull it away. Alexa beats Oscar, then Oscar can go back, focus on the tag titles, and Alexa can do her thing with the women's title. Okay. So that's all I want. Well said. Nestle's hope. Plain and simple. As I'm very giddy in excitement uh, for next week's SmackDown for an obstacle course, I thought. Here's how I would book to finish this obstacle course. I'm excited. So, so here we go. So we show off, you know, all, we show off something with Bianca. We show her that she's just like, she's doing track. She's whipping her hair. She's doing all these amazing feats of strength, all this stuff. And then at some point, somewhere, because they're in the arena, we're going to have Carmella or somebody that's with Bailey, something, take out her leg, have a problem where, she, okay, Bailey gets ahead, right? So Bailey is going to be like, ha ha, ding dong, hello, and keep going and doing all this stuff. Then we get to the final segment, the final obstacle course or whatever, the segment of the obstacle course. And here's what's going to happen. Because it's an obstacle course, you got to have inflatables. Which, if you go back to the way that inflatables were part of Bailey's entrance, she's going to get very upset. They could even be the wacky arm flailing tube dudes, you know, whatever. Yes. And she gets so angry, she starts getting stuck in them and she starts ripping them <laughs> apart. Meanwhile, fucking, you know, Bianca Belair just comes in like the fucking roadrunner and whizzes past them and in and out. And and then she's caught in all of that stuff with the inflatables and then she just loses her shit. And then she just, you know, Bianca's just there whipping her hair being like, I won, I won, I won. And then, you know, Bailey loses her stuff. She's like, if it wasn't for those damn balloons... I would have won! Like, and they, that would have given her three weeks more content to be upset about inflatables. I would have loved that. I think if they don't do that justice, if they don't call to the end of that inflatable, they're losing me as a fan in a little aspect of it because it's low-hanging fruit. It's absolutely low-hanging fruit. You need to book it in a way that just goes, you make Bianca a star, you show off her athleticism, but you also give Bailey the banana peel to slide on. Like, you just, you need something specific for Bailey to lose but not lose in credibility in an obstacle course. And it'd be funnier. And I think based on Bailey's character lately, it just, it oozes, like it needs to happen. The inflatables is a part of an obstacle course. It needs to happen. Like it, and if it doesn't, I'll be shocked. I will be absolutely shocked. I will not come to this program and say hashtag Nestle knows. Cause I mean, it seems like they should do this, right? Like, how do you feel about it? Uh, when you, the minute you started saying it, I got excited right. because th that is good booking. It's good long story booking. It's a nice Easter egg for people who watch this all the time and like remember that. Like that's how Bailey turned heel. She took a fucking like whatever it was, like a fucking spike to her fucking tube men and went all emo and fucking destroyed them. So if like I mean you can have Bianca set it up as like a trap or something, but that like literally, that is poetic justice. That is perfect. That is how you book it. WWE, I know you listen to us. Fucking steal Nestle's idea. Take full credit for it, and we'll both be happy. Yeah. Because Nestlemania, every now and then, you have an idea where I go, oh, my God. Is he secretly a genius? Which you're definitely not. No, of course but every I am. Now but and then, okay. every now and then, you fucking hit that nail perfectly on the head, and it slides. Mwah. Give me. I want it. I want that hope to come true. And if it doesn't, come, hope. If it doesn't come true... On this, it's your fault because you it's, cursed it. I cursed it. Yeah, it's a so there you go. I'm a scapegoat. I'm a, not a genius. I'm everything. I, I'm I'm literally a moving target for anybody to beat up. That's exactly what I am. That's what it is. Sure. 
If there, hold, so hold on. So since she's a track and field star, do you think there's going to be like hurdles and like javelins there, and stuff? I think it's going to be like a decathlon, but with a lot of WWE random shit mixed in. So I like, think it'll be a lot of fun. I think there's going to be a ton of shit. Like it's going to be all like little, like quick little scenes where it's like, not they're like, whether it's like, they're going to do strength where it's like a lawn toss. They're going to do like jumping. They're going to do like sprints. They're going to do like fucking Ninja Warrior shit. Like I think it's, I'm expecting them to do every sort of competition you can think of that shows off Bianca's strength and speed. And that also Bailey can let fucking turn to comedic genius. I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah. Uh, do you think they're going to go back to the old days of uh, NXT with Matt Stryker and have people lift a keg and fall like Titus O'Neil? Cause I hope that happens. That would I be re- great. Uh, <laughs> shout out Matt Stryker though. Nestlemania, your boys, the new announcer on impact with, with the real deal. <laughs> That was I sing- just think of that video. I was going to say, one video. my single video that I made everybody in work laugh, which I wish I had saved because that was the funniest thing. The fact that Ted Johnson went, ooh, at a time perfectly. That was, ugh, I wish I had that. I, that yeah. was that was like a sneaky laugh, too, because you didn't expect it. So I, uh, it's, my stuff's probably gone now, right? Because you guys changed. Yeah, when we moved, a lot of stuff got purged because I lost uh, a lot of stuff, too. That's a bummer. I should have saved that. That was, that was one yeah. of my favorite, like, just screwing around times. Uh, Side note, I do still have the GOAT video, though, but we're not going to oh, mention the details on that. Oh, man. But I still have that. I saved that. Yeah, there's some stuff in there that when we screw around, it's just too fucking funny. Anyway, all right. I think it is now time for our comeback. So, you know, you when you give a comeback, it's not just about any old person showing up. This has to be a big deal. You know, your comeback, is a it shows a reflection of who you are. I think for me, my comeback this week shows a reflection of somebody that has been literally doing nothing and a resurgence needed a new fresh coat of paint and for me my comeback this week goes to the rising sun song of shinsuke nakamura when i heard that i was like wait a minute did they hit the wrong button no okay i'm Beautiful. ready to go i was so excited i thought it sucks to not have the, the crowd sing along with it because i think when they heard it they would all go bananas i think that it you know they casually just put it in there because they didn't want to make a big deal about it i'm making a big deal about it though because it is a big deal i think they're gonna hopefully pull the trigger here i hope that Shinsuke either has a strong showing in Royal Rumble or, hey, hell, let's just go out and say it. Maybe he wins the Royal Rumble again and they redo everything from 2018 all over again and maybe he beats the big dog. I don't know, but I, I just, maybe I'm even thinking outside the box here. Maybe Mac versus Nakamura wouldn't be bad either, but, you know, we'll see. I don't think that'll happen. I am with you on the music. I, I popped. Um, I think it's more likely he comes in at one or two and is probably in the final four. Sure. So he'll be like the Iron Man of the Rumble because I think in terms of how they're building him, I think it makes a lot of sense because... I do think he gets a shot at Reigns, but I think it happens before WrestleMania at one of those events. But we'll see. Who knows? Maybe it'll come after. Maybe it's a slow burn. Do you think at this point, do you think that Nakamura still has anything left that you could buy him beating Roman Reigns? No, but I think he'd be a very good contender that would make people believe he could beat Roman Reigns. And people will get behind. It'll make you hate Reigns even more. Because Nakamura, like, he's always had that something special as, like, a babyface when they choose to use it, there's something that like, he just has that it factor for a guy who like, can't like cut the promos that some of the other people can because of the language barrier. He oozes more charisma without making a peep. Like just like his mannerisms, he has some of the most elite mannerisms in the business period. So the likability factor with him can be off the charts. And with his music back sky is the limit. But unfortunately that dark cloud in the sky right now, his name is Roman Reigns and he's getting super punched back down to earth. If he makes it that high. So you think there's no chance that Nakamura winning the WWE title, oh, sorry, the Universal Championship? If Roman Reigns loses that title in the next six months, it's to Daniel Bryan. Anybody else, he beats. But See, even then, he still might beat Daniel Bryan. I was going to say, I don't think Daniel Bryan needs it, though. I don't. I don't either. But I think it's, in terms of, unless if, like they pull the trigger on Big E sooner than we think, like I'm beginning to think like that Roman Reigns might hold that title for the next fucking year and a half. He really wow. might. Okay. Yeah. He probably won't, but I just don't see him losing it. Definitely not before Mania. And even at Mania now, I'm thinking even if they do build someone up, it might be Daniel Bryan. It'll be an amazing match and Reigns will win. Huh. Okay. I did not see yeah. that coming. Nakamura, unfortunately, is on the wrong show if he wants to be world champion. Mid-card champion, whoever beats Big E, I'm sure he can beat them. <laughs> well, that was very... Uh... That's not a bad thing. I'm just saying. Like, no, uh, I just when mean... you're on the show with Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns is being you hurt treated my feelings. the way he is right now, you can't beat him, man. Listen, He's you unbeatable. Can't... Listen, you just poo-pooed my my hope. Oh, sorry, my comeback. You just poo-pooed it. No, I said your comeback was amazing. The song was amazing. Well, here, you want to poo-poo my comeback? You can. Kevin Owens, baby. The man comes back, gets right back in the title picture. This is the thing I love if you're going to do a bunch of matches in a row. Cool him off a little. Kevin Owens went away. 
They wrote them off TV for a few weeks. We had the Adam Pierce show. You got all hot and bothered, but it was just to set up the return of KO to give us a violent match at the Royal Rumble. So we get our porn match, the match where we know the outcome, but we still have to watch it because it's so good. And we want to get off. So you know what? Kevin Owens, you get my comeback. Wow. Okay. That was short and sweet and concise. Just, uh, uh, yeah. Just like you. <laughs> just like all of us. WrestleMania. <laughs> Ain't no stallions on this show besides Riddle. Bro. Ah. All right. Anyway, into the big old finish. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. We've got NXT. We've got AEW. We can socialize the pod, but before we to talk about any of that, we do have to talk about very quickly that uh, we do now have uh, a new t-shirt shop. We are no longer on ProWrestlingTees.com. We now have T Public. Thank you. That is a tpublic.com slash Jobberknocker. If you want to support the Jobberknocker, we would really appreciate it. We have not just one, not just two, but 11. Count them, 11 designs. Uh, this whole endeavor is uh, basically TJ of the JK's whole thing. So TJ, we give a big, I know I give him a lot of shit on the program. TJ has worked very hard on this and he's done a great job. So you can buy your original Jabberknocker logo. You can buy the Monday Night Rerun and obviously hashtag SuperHotFire. But we also have an amazing array of new things such as Enhancement Talent t-shirt, a Nestlemania shirt if you be so inclined to wear a Nestlemania shirt, a Jobber Sega uh, t-shirt the left the dolphin we have not used that in a long time and already in the ring t-shirt a grammar troll t-shirt for your boy the joe stopper get him off my tv t-shirt which i'm sure will sell like hotcakes and of course the brothers quinn in the form of the good 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 two sweet brothers so i just uh there's a lot of good stuff and i'm sure a lot more are going on a cool part about this too is because a lot of these have been debuting you have at least by the end of today today is tuesday uh you can get usually the shirts around 20 bucks they're 13 they're slash for debuts so you have about a couple of hours for a couple others or maybe a day or two for the Nestlemania and the uh, enhancement talent but go in there support us anything that we can get TJ is going to help us put back into the job knocker TJ is doing an amazing job so now that I gave him the uh, round of applause you want to talk about NXT or would you like to socialize well I was also going to say um you skip saying t-shirts which that's the main thing but you can customize these into an array of different uh, objects as well I believe our boy the Joe Stopper got himself a sweatshirt um you can do stickers and all these other types of things so hey up all your boys, and we'll be able to bring new cool shit to you. Because, like we said, all the money's gonna go right back into the podcast to enhance our job knockery. Which, you know, I feel like that'd be a good thing, right? Sure. You I mean, know, that, I don't know if the mask. Some, I don't know if get the, some enhancements. <laughs> We've got to get those golden. Charlotte knockers. got rid of hers, but we're trying to get ours, baby. <laughs> got to get ours before she got to get mine. Uh, look, you can have a lot of things. Like you can have masks. I don't know how protective those masks are, but if you want to wear a super hot fire mask, right ahead. Uh, the, the baby onesie. Somebody had said, "Deck your twins out," and you're uh, already in the ring. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, folks. But there's a lot of cool uh, things that might might tickle your fancy, especially. So make sure you go to tpublic.com/jobberknocker because TJ's working overtime on that shit. Hashtag buy our shit. Um, you know what? You should also rate and review us. That'd be helpful. That'd be cool. We'd like that. You know, you know, buy a shirt, rate and review us. Check out the website, but uh, iTunes, uh, Anchor, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon. YouTube, we're everywhere you want to be on podcasting sites. So five stars, five flames. We appreciate it. Uh, Jobberknocker.com is the best website in the world. The only website you ever need to visit because it is a one-stop shop for everything you need on the planet. You know, you, everything. Everything's on Jobberknocker.com. That includes Tuesdays. Our boy Dom writes about Impact. Wednesdays, it's a double dip between Joe Stoppers AEW and TJ. Yeah, he's getting too many shout-outs today. But he writes an NXT piece where he gushes about Johnny Gargano. Um, also, NXT. Uh, what am I forgetting here? You got your boy from I'm New ha- Japan? New Japan, yes. That comes out on the weekend because that's when New Japan. I'm, yeah. I'm still not. He's, not he's working on stuff. Honestly, the, the, the uh, compilation of the whole week is a lot of him. So it, when it comes out, it comes out, unfortunately, because he's yes, shoving no. a lot of information in these articles. His, he, like, uh, the articles have been top-notch. So if you want to learn about New Japan like I do, because I only have so many hours in a week. Uh, so I've been reading that. Our boy at SSJ Pegasus, he's done a great job. We love our staff. They're all doing great. Um, so I guess I should mention their Twitter handles. Um, at Jobberknocker, at Nestlemania, and you don't need to follow him. At JC of the JK, at DQ of the JK, at Ray Ray of the JK, at BillyD2411, at Joe Pollock47, at TJ of the JK, at DommyFeds33, at Danny Fab with one N, and at SSJ Pegasus. Did I get everyone? I'm like out of it today. I think that's everyone. Uh, if we Facebook did, I'm Jobberknocker, sure. Instagram Jobberknocker, wherever you want to be. Um, yeah, no, I got everyone. Pfft, fake news, sad. <laughs> okay, then. So, 
We want to pick the pick a deal, make a deal, or whatever you want to pick a spin the wheel. Yeah. Make a deal. So we got AW to talk about. We got NXT, uh, SmackDown, like we mentioned next week. We have the obstacle course, and we have the IC title between Biggie and Apollo Cruz. That should be good shit. Raw, who the fuck knows because they stink, but whatever. They all have shit. But uh, would you like to start an AEW or NXT? Uh, I think we should start with the program that everybody watches. So SmackDown. Uh, no, okay. I guess we can start with AEW. Ooh, TJ's not gonna like that one. I left that open hey, to see I if you were. Gonna... I watch you know, both. Bro. I watch both. AEW next week. They have a very mediocre show. Um, Oof, the the highlight for it. me is is the Inner Circle Triple Threat Tag Team Match for Inner Circle Supremacy. Jericho and MJF take on Santana and Ortiz, who take on Sammy and Hager. Nestlemania, I would hope the real tag team gets the win here, but I have a feeling it's going to be Jericho and MJF. I was going to say, the, the tandem of two singers is going to win this one for no reason whatsoever, but except for the fact that they need to have a two-headed monster run that thing into the ground. So that's exactly what they're going to do. Uh, next up, we have the It's a Hottie Potty! It's a weird storyline because he, like, he owns um, Private Party now. 30%, 30% of Hardy Party. Yeah, he owns them and he abuses them, but they're taking on, uh, this is actually a really funny pairing, a tag team called Top Flight with Sadal, formerly, you know, Mr. Ernest himself, Evan Bourne. So you have the Fly Guys versus the Party Guys. Who you got? I feel like it has to be the Hardy Party, right? Like, I feel like that's the I one. Would hope so. You would hope that there's more equity in that right now. So uh, not, yeah. no, that, I think, uh, you know, Sadal and... Uh, the top flight have a really great future, obviously. I mean, Sadell's already had a good future, but I mean, or, or career. But it's just, I think that the Hardy Parties, there's there's, there's legs. So you got to use it, you know? Next up, we have the Nestlemania special of AEW, which we get weekly. An eight-man tag, I believe. Hey, man, in the Dark Order, taking on Hybrid 2 and other jobbers, who I don't remember who they are, but it's pretty much four jobbers versus Hey, man, and Hey, man, in the Dark Order is going to win. But the real thing is, because who cares about the match, will Hey, man, accept the invitation? to join the dark order i think by accident he will i think that it's, okay. one, of those, it's one of those things where he's like he, he misconstrued the situation he's like yeah sure whatever i'll tag up with you guys no 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 you have to wear the stuff now like you do like stuff like that like i think like he's not gonna they they always said they don't want another leader which i don't think they will i think they'll always yeah. have like they'll they'll but i know. think they need another like star, star yeah yeah without brody like they're the dark order obviously has like they've done a great job with um with it over what uh, all the tragic stuff that has happened but they need, like, not necessarily a face, but, like, a face of the Dark Order. And Hainman isn't the perfect fit, but they got nothing else from right now. So I think it works since they're kind of baby faces right now. Yeah. That's fine. I understand yeah. that. Okay. I'm glad because I wasn't sure if I was making sense. But uh, Moxley's back doing something. But, Nestlemania, they added a match, which probably is going to win match of the year. Because this guy does not get on Dynamite more than, like, ever. And he should. But the librarian, Peter Avalon, is taking on Cody in a match of the millennia. Who you got? Isn't he the best wrestler in the world? Cody or Peter Avalon? Peter Avalon. They both are. They're like 1A and 1B. This is, I'm so excited for this match because I remember when like, we went to that AEW event and like, the librarian was like stealing the show and like, the pre-show thing yeah, shit. Yeah. And like, they never put him on TV. So, yeah, he's on TV and he's fighting Cody. It's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those segments where it's just like, you know, Cody's trying to get people interested, and that's fine. I mean, we didn't talk about... Cody's the best. Sure. He is. He gives everyone opportunities. The only person. He's in charge. Of course he should give people opportunities. Yeah, but he's the only one of the fucking CEOs that actually builds people up. They ain't like Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks were just squashing people left and right. Oh, you're a new talent? Squashed. Uh, okay. Am I wrong? I'm, I'm obviously going a little over the top, but I'm not wrong. Yeah, I think you're wrong. But that's Cody's okay. done more. Cody's done more of building up people than anyone else. Okay, then that's fine. Let's just move on. Then is what I'm it is. Nestle. I hate Cody because I'm jealous of his beautiful hair. We go to NXT where we got have lots you, of cups. Hold on, hold lots on. Have you cups. seen my hair? By the way, my hair is better than Cody Rhodes. Yours isn't bleach blonde. You don't have a neck tattoo. You lose. NXT Dusty Cup Men's Women's the Men's. We have the way taking on Rotten Kushita. And Imperium versus the Lucha House Losers. I would think, I think I picked in our brackets. I think I picked Ruffin, Kushida, and Imperium, so we'll go with that. Imperium's going all the way to the final four, so that's my pick there. Uh, what was the other one? I'm sorry. The Way versus Ruffin, Kushida. The Way. Has to be the Way. Because I, wow. I want the Way to get at least a little bit hungry in that whole thing and then lose. Like, I think it'd be funnier to lose to, like, 
Like, I, I know that Leon Ruff is good and everything, but I feel like that just seems like a stepping stone. I mean, they, they could lose again, which is fine and be funny. Here's, here's why I picked them. Because right now, the human sleeping bag, a.k.a. Kushina, is getting a monster push. Ooh. He's just going to wrap us up in his submissions, put us to sleep as he keeps winning matches until he beats Gargano for that title. So you're telling me instead of using the go to sleep, he literally puts you to sleep in his wrestling Yeah, he's matches. a human sleeping bag. He wraps you up. You're uncomfortable because no one likes being in a sleeping bag. But you still go to sleep because you have to sleep, and it's boring. <laughs> the human sleeping bag coup. TJ's really hold on, not going to like Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it right now. From now on, he will be known as the human sleeping bag Kushida. <laughs> be very, very quiet. Uh, I'm mean. I don't give a shit. Whatever. So that's all our picks there. We also have the Women's Dusty Cup, which I think there's only four teams in it from what I got. Uh, this week, I believe it is my pick to win it all and my favorite team in it because they're the only real team in it, is Casey and Caden taking on the random duo of Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. And I believe the next week we're going to have Shotzi Moon versus the way. But Nestle, who are you going to pick? The real tag team or Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez? Hodgepodge all the way, baby. This is the only yeah, way to go. It is WWE. They love, they, love non, they love non-tag teams winning tag team things. So that's exactly what it's going to be. You're not wrong, but I can, I can hope for my girls, Casey and Caden. The American Ninja Warriors. Let's go. They, they can't cut a promo, like call... but whatever. It's fine. They call it like the fighting like little people. I don't remember how they called it, but I loved it. I loved their promo. It was great. A plus. Give them all the titles. I think you watched uh, that on up. mute. No, I watched it on sound and I loved it. Uh, next up, we have the main event for everyone except for the two of us, apparently, because everyone is all boned up for this fucking fight pit match. And I will probably 32 exit unless if someone tells me it's good. Thatcher versus Champa. Do you care and who you got? I hope to Christ that it's, you know what? I was going to say I wanted Champa to win. However, I believe Thatcher is so dry that this needs to be his... He's like sandpaper. Like, I just... It's rough. It's just rough to watch him. And so, you know what? This fight thing needs to be, like, his thing. He needs to win every fucking time. Otherwise, it's the only time I've ever cared. It's the only time I've ever cared about Thatcher. And I'm sure he's very not good. not about that. But, like, this has to be his thing. This has to be his thing. He can't lose. He has to find some way to disfigure or hurt Champa for me to care about it. But the thing with Riddle worked... And I, I, you know, I'm, I wasn't a huge fan of either of them, but it worked. But Riddle has personality. Thatcher, I don't know. He's sandpaper. I'm with you on Thatcher. He's sandpaper. Yeah. I like the idea of Thatcher, but um, actual Thatcher. You could find somebody better to be him. That's exactly how I feel about it. You Agreed. can find somebody. And honestly, I don't have a problem with Champa. I think obviously he's been. A, I love Champa. He's he's. But this is the- He's right now. He's a hood ornament. He doesn't do anything. He's just there for a shiny object. It's just like I'm there as the old grizzled veteran, and it's just like he's doing what he can. I mean, it's not his fault. It's just uh, from a television standpoint, why do I care? Like I, the fight pit's cool. Like it, it, it gets it's different, you know. But it's gonna it's gonna blow away the ratings on AEW. I bet because I mean, at least the fight pit will change the channel and looks UFC ish enough to get a, you know a couple of guys over on if that. If this channel. is good. If this is good and we think it's good, we'll talk about it next week, TJ. How about that? But I think it's going to be fine, and the people who wanted to like it are going to be like, it was awesome! And those of us who watched it are probably going to be like, yeah, it was about what I expected. You know what I, you know what I miss about this is that it shouldn't take in the ring. Like, we're not even in, we're not even in uh, uh, arenas to have fans, so why Where's not? Where's Raw this... Underground? Yeah, I mean, like... Fight but... Pit and Raw Underground. At least this was a cage, though. And TJ will say that. He'll be like, at least it was a cage, so... Hate this segment, by the way. By the way, I, I tell you right now, I, I refused. I, I reined back to doing the TJ voice because he did such a great job on T Public that I'm trying very hard this week to only put him over. So TJ, Josh took a dump on you this week, not Nestlemania. JC, Who excuse me. Who the fuck is Josh? Yeah, it's a good day when we have to use. No, the I took a dump on the fucking human sleeping. You bag. might as That's well. All. You might as well have shit on TJ's heart today. That's exactly what you did, Probably. Josh. I, I didn't say anything bad about Johnny Gargano. I just said that he gushes over Gargano because the double J thing. <laughs> Who are you? And what have you done with JC? <laughs> Who am I not? <sighs> All right. Well, enough of that. Uh, do we have anything else? I got about that? Else. Okay. All right. I anyway, don't. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, oh, by the way, um, we don't pimp this enough, but I think we should. Um, our boy Dom goes all out with the fucking impact. He yeah. writes previews and reviews for every big event. Um, so check out his hard to kill review because Dom's the man. Dom, like the amount of writing that he's done since he's joined us is off the chain. So shout out our boy Dom. Yeah, Dummy Feds 33 is a fucking animal. Uh, he's a good, he's an old school wrestling guy too. Uh, he's actually interviewed Ricky Morton, which I do have a copy of, which I don't know if we should, a- we should ask him about where, where to put that, but it's, it's pretty awesome. He did a great job with that. 
Um, but he's he's just the people we've added to our to our little family here is just amazing, and uh, I love talking to them every day. Honestly, it, it's it's one of the things I look forward to every morning. Who's who says hey, our thread's you know, amazing? Our thread is so much. I more look fun. for two things. WrestleMania is the thread with my Madden League and the Jobberknocker thread. That's all I live for. Yeah, that's true. All right, that's all I care about. <laughs> on that note, uh, we'll be back next week with more Jobberknockery. And rumble predictions, I think. Ah. Uh.